0: Today, I'm going to attempt to answer if you can make it to F1. Never, never, never. Hello, race drivers. This is Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show talking about careers, specifically Formula One. Now you can imagine, right? Because I work with F2, F3 drivers, F4 drivers mainly, and I prepare them for Formula One. It's what I've done for like 20 odd years. And so I get a lot of questions from people wondering if they've got what it takes. I get questions from parents asking me if their kid has what it takes, their child has what it takes to make it all the way. And from your beautiful selves, some, some subscribers, some people that are just randomly find my website, and they ask you know I'm a certain age I'm from this country I have around about this much money or no money do you think I can make it to F1 it's a massive question because obviously F1 now Netflix has has put it on the on a pedestal it's raised its profile as soon as they put drive to survive on there our sport just <laughs> the top of it now is so healthy I've never seen it so healthy the money that's spinning in F1 now and advertisers that want to go there it's put race teams in a very strong position. And you can see it in the junior programs. Now in F2, F3, F4, even in karting, there's a lot of junior drivers. I mean, over half of the F2 grid are signed up by a junior program, an F1 junior program. That means that they've signed a contract to say that I'm with the F1 team in a small capacity, on a junior program, of course, and the F1 team's probably subsidizing or paying something towards my racing budget. Not all of it, but some of it, not all the time either. Some people are actually paying to be on the program. But anyway, over half the field now in F2 have got a contract, a racing in the colors probably of that F1 race team. So you can see the money is there, which is great, but still it's not a sport where if you're an individual, that has talent, but doesn't have the money to pay for race driving, you know, to actually get a seat, you still can't make it. It's not as if they're going to see you learn about your story, see your potential, pick you up and pay for you and go all the way to F1. There's no scholarships, really, to be fair. And this is what makes it so painful. And I'd love to change it. I have just got to figure out how. Somebody has, and I wish somebody will. If anybody knows how to figure out how to get to allow people to go to F1 without spending the millions and get in touch and let's set up a system because it's difficult. But so, you know, you don't want to hear this. This isn't making it any easier for you because you're sat there in your room or wherever you are now listening to this with a burning desire to get to F1, but you just don't know how to start. You don't know how to get there. Is it possible? So today I want to just share with you just a bit of advice and truth, about what it takes to get there. So you can judge for yourself whether you're gonna go for it, or you can take a different path, and then maybe you go towards F1 later on. So to start with, to give you a sort of a, a general template or the skeleton of what it's like to get to F1, it works like this. You start off in karting, and you become successful in karting, right? This is the road to an F1 driver's career. You, you get wins, maybe you become world champion, maybe you don't. But you really find your feet in karting. You start to learn the craft. You're spending, probably, if you're going to Europe and you're doing the good stuff, you're sp- still spending like 200 grand a year. So it's still expensive, right? Euros. So you do karting, you, you find your feet. It's only because you're too young to get into cars. Once you get into cars, like 14, 15, 16 years old, then it starts to get a bit more expensive. You can do Formula Ford for around 100 grand pounds or euros dollars or you can go a bit higher and go for something like F4 which then you're talking around about half a million immediately so as you can tell to get to F1 there's a massive price bracket there's a massive price barrier should I say for you to go that way it's like where am i going to find this half a mil you can do it cheaper but with the amount of testing these drivers are doing now, they're doing like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 test days before the race season's even started. And they're going to over over to the UAE F4 championship and they're doing that, you know, that's a full championship. That's over a hundred grand. Then you're paying 350 to 500 for the championship itself. The money is just going up and up and up. This is what teams are charging to run you in a car. So as a driver, you take that money to a team, they run you if you've got your race license, which you go to a race school to get your race license. It's not hard. Um, So you go through that, right? And that's the process. So that's the first barrier. It's like, how am I going to get that money together? And when I do, I've got to be good enough to finish really in the top four. I've got to get into the top four out of these 30 drivers in order for an F1, driver academy to even see me or for teams in the next level formula regional or f3 to spot me and offer me a drive in their car so you do the f4 season and you attract attention you're in the top four whether you win, you come second third or fourth you're still valuable and you go to a team that's in the higher category from there the next one above and you say right i've done this can i race for you and they'll say yes and it costs this much so you're still paying, right? you still got to pay. And if you go into Formula Regional, we're talking 600, 700 grand. If you go into F3, it's getting crazy now. It's over one mil. You can get one for like uh, a special deal for maybe 900 if you're in your second year, 900 grand. But some teams are going up towards one and a half million now for F3. For 14, it's not even that much, is it? It's 10 race weekends. <laughs> it's not much what you get for that for that money. So, and not much testing. Then you've got to do GP3 testing on top of that. You spend another 100 grand on that. So now the money's big, right? And you've got to finish in the top four of that, really, to, to be taken seriously in F2. And you've got to really travel this route because you need the super license points. And these main championships, F2, F3, F4, are the ones that give you the super license points that you need in order to drive an F1 car. This is like jumping through hoops left, right, and center, right? So you do pretty well in F4, uh, sorry, F3, and then you've got to step up to F2, which costs you around $2 million. You, the driver, paying. And, uh, uh, you know, um, an F1 academy, they might give you 50% if you're really lucky. A lot of programs give you 20, 30%. So you've still got to find a lot of money. It's got to come from somewhere. Whether it is sponsorship, which is hard to come by, people like Boschung in F2, they've managed to put it all together in sponsorship, but it's not very easy. Usually it comes from parents or, you know, people doing anything they can. Or the team might subsidise it, which is what we did with Grosjean. You know, the team helped us out to get him up there before he we went to F1. So, and then you've got to be really peacocking in F2 for anyone in F1 to look at you. And even then, even like when, with Liam Lawson for a good example, he finished P3, still it's difficult just to get through the door and become an F1 driver. It's hard. So when you mount up all the years it takes, so you've got the karting, uh, then you've got F4, maybe you do two years there, and you've got F3, F2, and you've got to be at the front, for people to notice you and recognize you and take you seriously and see you as a contender and say right I think that person can sit in my F1 car and I'll trust them not to upset the sponsors they can handle the pressure of all that media when they make one mistake they jumped on by the media they're hounded by the media they can take all that pressure I think we can actually give them a chance so as you as you are where you are now and you see that road map that I've just laid out I think you can kind of get the idea of how difficult it is. No matter how much you want it in here, no matter how much of a good driver you are, it's really difficult. And going back to Liam again, right? Liam Lawson. He jumps in every, nearly every debut, Super Formula, DTM, F2, all these big championships. In his first weekend, he wins a race. In all these championships, he's done it. He's even done it in Euro Formula F3 and F4. A driver like that is still finding it difficult to get in. He may get in, but it's still difficult, right? It's taking time. That's how hard it is. I want you to understand that. When you look at your current position and you start to think to yourself, how can I actually do this? How can I get all that money together? And then how can I be that good? So I'm the best in Europe and I can take on the guys in Europe there's a lot of money and a lot at stake for you to do this. So I just want to put that up front and say this is how difficult it is. That's why there's only 20 guys in F1. And they're not moving. You know, there's people in the F1, you could say around about half the grid, they don't need to be there. They're not good enough to be, they're not the best in the world, right? Let's be honest. The ones at the top, yeah, okay, you deserve, but the ones that you look at certain teams you're like you would be replaced by somebody or you could be replaced by somebody and no one would miss you there's quite a few of them right but they're not moving they get renewed so the gaps in the market there's you know you're there you've got your money you've got the money you've got the results in f3 and f2 you're ready to pop but still there's nowhere to fit you unless three or four of them move and get out and that takes years so timing is another thing so this is really difficult as you can tell to get to f1 it's hard so that's why really, when people ask me, is my driver or am I good enough to get to F1? I will say, yeah, probably, but it's nearly irrelevant because there's all these hoops that you have to jump through. So my advice for anyone who's shooting for a career in motorsport is, yeah, okay, climb that F1 ladder, go as high as you can, but really keep your goals kind of a little bit more short term. It's like How am I going to win or get the most out of my package this season? And how can I get the sponsors in that can help pay for next year? And you just keep all your focus there. And as a driver, you've got the overall season in mind of what you want to achieve. But then you've got to look to the actual current race weekend. Put everything into that race weekend. And you keep there. That's your full focus. Because if you just focus on what's happening right now this next race weekend that's coming up and you maximize it you prep really well you learn from it what you can you talk to the team you motivate the team you get that engineer to give the car give you the car that you need so you can perform at your best you get the coach to really work you hard and make sure that you are ticking all the boxes and then you review and you go to the next race weekend Whilst when you're at home, you're making sure the business side is spinning, the wheels are spinning and you're getting um, sponsors in for this year and next year and you're really working hard on the business side. If you do that as a race driver and you're good enough, by the way, you're getting the results, maybe it'll happen for you. But that's the only chance you've got. And it's the same no matter what career you're going into, you could have this huge goal that you're shooting for this amazing, you know, I want to, I want to be the, the next Elon Musk, whatever it is or what you're going for. That's great. But destiny has a lot to say. Timing has a lot to say. Luck has a lot to say in this. But as long as you know what you need to do, I need to win. Okay, what do you need to win in? I need to win in this championship, so I need to get the money for it. As long as you keep your goals a little bit shorter and you keep executing, you keep bringing in, in them results and you're working with the people that you need to be working with, you never know. It may end up at your end goal, your desire. But to be honest, the juice is in the process. It's in building. Because once you get to the top, and I, this is something that not a lot of people talk about, but when a driver gets to F1, very often they are miserable they've got there and this is the same when you're like an actor or a singer you know you're going for the Hollywood or you're going for the glitz of the stage and you want to be in Glassbury and stuff it's actually not as good as I thought it would be (laughs) why do you think a lot of these rock stars and people are trying to escape through drugs because they've realized now they're up there they're just being judged they're never good enough they're always worried about this secret of theirs getting out they can't go out anymore they're like in a prison, which really goes against their values. They want to be free and they want to be creative. And they are when they're, they're climbing the ladder, but when they get there, they're in a prison. Believe me, F1's like that. There's not many happy F1 drivers. It's difficult. People attacking you all the time on a year by year basis. You're trying to hold on to your job. Everyone is attacking you. And you just don't feel like, you think, okay, I actually missed the karting days. They were much better. Senna said it right. So, I wouldn't get too hung up on the end destination, which sounds crazy. Have one because it shows you the direction. But I want you to live in the moment and be absolutely fulfilled in the chase. Because if you put yourself there, you get all of your effort goes into the chase. You know, what do I wanna do this year? Because you don't know if you'll be here next year. You could pass away, something could happen, you could lose all your money. But this bit now, you feel like you're in a bit more control of. This is the area you should focus on no matter what you want in life. And as long as it's kind of pointing at what you dream of, perfect, because you never know. But you also never know what you'll find on the way. Who would have thought? Me, coming from council estate, the projects, if you're in America, that's the kind of thing I came from, building a life, chasing the racing dream, finding out that actually I'd love to be a coach. This is me, coaching, life coaching, coaching people in different sports, coaching people in motorsport. It's a sport I love. I'm in my element, I would have only have found that by trying to be a race driver in the first place. You never know what you might find on the way. And also, you'd be surprised at going for F1, where that will take you in racing, because you might say, actually, I'm in GTs now, and I'm enjoying this much more. I didn't realise this at the start, but I am. So it's my roundabout way of saying, if you're going for a big goal like F1, I want you to be realistic and know what it takes, see it for what it is, how much it takes, all the hoops, but also be self-aware enough to know this is my level and this is where I'm likely to get and all I'm going to focus on is this year, this race weekend and bring my focus shorter and execute because then you never know what will happen and you'll get the best from yourself. So if you're at home now, really desperate to get to F1, Brilliant. Put the pictures up on the wall. Have some uh, your goals there so you can see it to feed your hunger each day. But make sure that you're attending to now. What is it this week that you need to do that will leap you forward? If you need sponsorship, you better start to understand how motorsport can help companies. So you start, say, this week I'm going to get a complete draft Actually, no, a finished article of this is what I think my racing or motorsport in general can provide a a company and I'm going to go out there. I'm going to sell it if it's sponsorship that you need. If it's better results, you better come up with a plan this week of how you're going to improve your results next weekend, next time you're out and you get busy on it. So this is work ethic. And if you stay there week by week, day by day, grinding, who knows where you'll end up.